So the next part of my trip was going to be in Australia. Um, so this was uh, continuing my surf education. Um, but uh, I had relatives in Australia. And um, so it was also about visiting them. And um, I had actually visited them about 15 years prior when I was 18. Um, I didn't get into college until the winter quarter. And um, my dad proposed sending me to Australia, which was really surprising because we'd never talked about it. And, um, you know, it wasn't just, we didn't really, uh, you know, do those type of vacations or what have you. Um, so, but the reason for it is that my dad had a really close cousin who lived in Australia. And my dad, uh, you know, his dad passed away when he was very young. And so his family stayed with his aunt and uncle. And, you know, um, and so, uh, these cousins were very close to him, almost like brothers. So there was one, uh, Larry Teeland who was in, um, Sweden and I had visited Larry earlier in my trip. And then his brother, Walter Teeland, who was in Australia and Walter had, um, I think just getting out of the Navy, um, had been in Australia, uh, and he met a woman named Elizabeth and they married and had two kids, Dave and uh, or Alex and Dave, Alexandra and, and Dave. And uh, I had known them as kids. When we were in Alaska, we would meet and we would make them recite the alphabet and count to ten because of their accents. Um, and um, anyway, when I when I went there as an eighteen year old, I just had an incredible experience, and I stayed with. Uh, you know Walter and Elizabeth and Alex and Dave and um it just had a wonderful time and um you know they had helped me with my travel then they encouraged me to take a bus tour up the coast the east coast uh along the uh the barrier reef which was just unbelievable and um and I got to know Alex and Dave and everything and uh they live in Brisbane by the way and so um anyway this so the next part of the trip I had planned was to go back to visit them and, um, you know, of course, Australia is just a surf mecca, so uh, I could keep learning how to surf. So that's, that was the next portion of my trip. I flew from uh, Johannesburg, South Africa to um, Sydney and then on to uh, Brisbane. December 2nd through December 12th. Wow, I've been bad about riding. Spent two days at Noosa, relaxing and recovering from travel and food poisoning. Saw Walt, Elizabeth, Alex, and Diana, Walt's first child, and her two sons, Nick and Jake. They were visiting from Anchorage. Only saw everyone for one night, and then I had the place to myself for two days. Then I spent the weekend with Dave in Coulomb, which is just 20 minutes south of Noosa. We surfed two days. One was very mellow waves, and it was great to catch a lot without getting pounded like in South Africa. Next day was heavier surf, beach break. Had one awesome ride. Back to Brisbane for one night, then rented a car and drove one and a half hours south to Byron Bay. Beautiful here. Paradise, really. 
I will surf as much as I can for 10 days. Went yesterday, no waves, but still had fun. Had a nice backside ride. Through a local surf instruction company, met Edith, a German girl who wants to surf a lot. We went yesterday at a youth hostel called Aquarius. Um, December 13th through December 17th. Not much surf. That has been the story. A bit boring. However, I've still had some, some great rides and the setting is so pretty. Been five days out of about nine. Been surfing at Tallow's, uh, Wadigo's, Broken Heads, and The Pass. There are a lot of beautiful girls and women who surf here in their bikinis. It is really something to see. This morning at The Pass, I saw one of the best looking girls I've ever seen. She was like a 18-year-old Elle McPherson, but surfing in her bikini. This mom befriended me yesterday while I was checking out the waves. Yes, the old chicks dig me. She pointed out her 18-year-old daughter and told me to say hi to her when I got in the water. I did. She was pretty cute, but 18. Oh my. I have not been going out too much. Met a few cute girls my first night here and then met a really cute girl from Montreal. We hung out one night and had fun. Only problem is she is six feet tall. Been trying to get to bed early lately. Tried, tired of going out and I want to surf early. But there are some partiers in my room. Good guys, but they keep opening the sliding door to come in and get beer out of the fridge. And they party just outside the room. Canadians, so they drink a lot. The other night, I came home at 10.30, and there was a guy lying in the room. Uh, the sliding doors are always wide open. He was totally stoned. I had to kick him out. I am too old for youth hostel living. <laughs> Still fun, though. Would be nice to meet a chick, though. Lonely. Time has stopped, though. I am out of the rat race. Reading a good book called The Future of Money. December 18th through December 21st. Wrapped up my time in Byron Bay. Got some good surf sessions in over the last few days. Also met a good crowd at the youth hostel. A bunch of crazy Canucks. Lots of beer drinking and hockey talk. Loved surfing with the girls in bikinis. Byron was very nice. Now in Noosa again. Spent one day in Brisbane at the Tealands. Great house, river is right there, and the room look out into the forest. Nice visits on the veranda, talked stock market with Walter. Elizabeth and I cut down a Christmas tree in the state forest today. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Saw not one, but three koalas today. Went for a swim in the park. December 21st through December 25th. Christmas Day in Noosa. We opened presents in the morning and went to lunch at the Morris's place. They have a great place that overlooks all of Noosa. The mountains, river, uh, delta, town, and ocean. Very good cold dinner. About 20 people there. 
We all went for a swim at the main beach afterwards. Went for a swim at Little Cove in the morning as well. Very good day. Missing home and family, however. Tired of travel. Just went. Just want to go home. Feels like I have been on the trip forever. Last few days, Dave and I have gone surfing four times at Sunshine Beach. I've had some really good rides, mostly lefts. Good to go with Dave. We've also gone out to Noosa at night a few times. Not much doing. Planning my trip as well. Very hot here, about 35 degrees Celsius. Quick story uh, that typifies Australia. On the news, three guys in um, something, Northern Territory, uh, flooding. One guy falls in, eaten by a croc. Croc shows his buddies their friend in his mouth, chases them, chases the other two friends up a tree for 19 hours. <laughs> Gruesome. December 26th through December 30th. Time has been flying. Dave and I went surfing a few times, still spotting koalas. Been hanging out with the Morris clan. Had dinner in an old restaurant in Can Can. Beers at the surf club. Saw Love Actually on a rainy day. Swam to Main Beach from Little Cove tonight. Beautiful. Chased dolphins. Got to within 10 meters, but they were not having any. Elizabeth's niece, Isabel, arrived yesterday. She is 19. I saw her when she was four. <laughs> wow, weird that I can say that. One more day. Very sad to leave. What a life here. December 31st. Perfect way to end my time in Australia. Went for a surf with, Dave, with Drew, one of their neighbors in the Teelands in the unit. Went to Tea Trees in the Headlands Park. Waves were much better and crowds were not too bad. I caught quite a few on the inside. Had an awesome one to end the day. Must have been 20 or 30 seconds of riding the wave. So awesome. I was pumped for the next two hours. The thing that amazes me is I react to whatever the wave does to remain flowing down the line instinctively. I went to the front of the board and at one point crouched low to stay on the line. A guy was watching and woohooing. I had a big smile. The scenery was excellent too. The sun was going down. The water had that golden glow. You could see the waves breaking on the point towards the setting sun and it lit up the exploding water. Sitting there, seeing the moon above and the sun setting, I really felt like part of the solar system. The earth normally feels like the center of the universe, but for some reason, I felt like I was bobbing on a small, beautiful planet, planet, sphere, marble, which was part of the other spheres, planets, etc. Felt part of the system or the whole. What a trip. It must have something to do with the waves. You feel that energy created by the forces of the universe. Went to Josephine Morris's for New Year's night. Very nice as always. Enjoyed hanging with the Morris clan. Alex's friend, Tim, brought a huge bottle rocket and he gave me the honor of lighting it. Everyone got a kick out of the rocket. 
Got up at 4 a.m. this morning to catch my 8.30 flight to Auckland. Found out it was canceled, so here I sit. Going at 11.40. Get in Christchurch late, that's all. Sad to have family... Sad to leave family and new friends and Australia. I remember how I felt the first time I left 15 years ago. It felt like I might never get back. It was such a new experience and felt like a unique thing to travel the globe. Now, with more travel experience and life experience, I feel like I'll be back again and it won't take 15 years. Such a wonderful place. Thoroughly enjoyed this time. One month to go. Looking forward to going home. Ah, I miss Australia. (laughs) I thought I'd be back before 15 years, and I have not. It's a shame. Um, It's hard to summarize that whole trip. Um... It was just a really wonderful trip. Uh, it was great to be back with with family, with the Tealands, and um, to see Alex and Dave. and And Dave and I really bonded because we went surfing quite a bit. And um, so, you know, just some random memories. Um, you know, Brisbane. The, they live in Brisbane, which is a city on the eastern coast of uh Australia and it's it's sort of tropical and it has this big river that runs through Brisbane and around the suburbs and my cousins have this house which is this really unique house it's um it sits on the river or next to the river on the on the side of a hill and like I said it's very tropical so the vegetation is um very green and lush and their their house is a donut shape so it's one story. It's on stilts. And as you come in, you know, you come down the hillside and you, you enter the front of the house. And as the hill slopes down, you know, it drops away from the house. So the rest of the house is on stilts. And in the middle of the house, the donut hole, uh, is with – they have windows. So you can see through the middle. And they have trees there, like banana trees growing through the middle. And the windows are slats. They're like Venetian blinds, but, you know, slats. So you open and close them. And then they have windows on the outside, sliding glass doors. And they have this veranda on the back that looks out over the river. It's just a great, great house. And so that's always great, just being there with them. And then they have a, a, a apartment in or condo in what's called Noosa Heads. Or people just call it Noosa. And that's maybe an hour or two north. So it's a little more tropical. It's kind of at the... Not quite at the Barrier Reef, but getting towards the southern edge of the Barrier Reef. And it is paradise on earth as far as I'm concerned. And it actually holds a place in history in surfing. A lot of the um, longboards and, and some of the folks who were experimenting with the shortboard um, were around in Noosa, like Mc, Craig McTavish and um, Midget Farley. Um, but at any rate, it's this little beach town. It's kind of like a little tiny Carmel um but tropical and um and so and they and there's like a main beach and then if you go um south um there are these little coves so near my um so from the main beach there's like this road that kind of hugs the the coastline in the trees within the trees and there's like this boardwalk that goes up a hill and then my cousin's place is right at the top of that boardwalk and then if you just from their place you go down to the beach there's actually a little cove it's very secluded and then there's a series of these coves that actually 
as you go further south, there's a park. So you walk through this park and you have these different coves. And so that you would surf in these coves. So you'd walk with your board and bare feet um, to these little little point breaks. And they're just, it's just so great. And there are koalas in the trees. And, and because of this park, they are protected. And so it was always fun to, even from the main beach to my cousin's place, you could actually spot koalas in the trees which I did. And then as you walked through the park um, to your surf spots, you could maybe see koalas, which I saw a few times. It's just, it's just really neat. And um, so, uh, yeah, so I spent time there and, uh, you know, I have some Christmas memories like with my cousin, my, with Elizabeth Walt's wife, you know, she's kind of, uh, she's a go-getter, I guess you could say. And, nothing stops her and uh anyway we went to the local we went to the state park and we chopped down a um, a little pine tree and and brought that into the noosa heads into their living room for uh, christmas <laughs> and um and so having christmas in a tropical environment is is kind of interesting but but before um uh, we get to Christmas. So I, I went to Byron Bay. I drove myself, which you go um, south to Surfer's Paradise, which is like Honolulu. It's all these high-rise buildings right on the, the coast. And I had been there before when I was 18, and that's where I first surfed, actually, and kind of caught the bug. And um, anyway, you go south of there, and there's a place called Byron Bay. And this place is, again, heaven on earth. Um, all these eucalyptus trees and, and you look out into the water and they have these islands and, uh, you know, a series of beautiful white sandy beaches. And it used to be just a small town on the a railroad stop. And in the seventies, it was sort of a hippie hangout. And that's when the surf, when the shortboard revolution was happening, a lot of it was being driven from folks in Australia, guys like Nat Young, former world champ and midget, midget Farley and, um, uh, Craig McTavish, and anyway, on and on and on. Well, this Byron Bay and around there was sort of the testing ground for their shortboard surf sessions, and they would uh, they would design surfboards and then go out and surf them like you know right away, and then they'd go back and and modify their their shapes of their boards, and and they lived on a commune kind of thing, you know, and smoked a lot of dope and grew their own vegetables, and this was all around Byron Bay. And so Byron Bay has, sort of has this hippy-dippy feel to it. There's actually this, this town up in the hills, which I didn't get to, where they sell marijuana and, and, and make these like super strong uh, space cakes. And uh, I learned that my fellow backpackers were eating a lot of those. And um, uh, But uh, anyway, I got – you know, it, it's been built up a little bit, unfortunately – as a kind of a touristy place, but it was still a wonderful place just to do nothing but surf, which I did for 10 days. And, um, and I stayed in this youth hostel and, um, as my diary says, you know, I had to contend with the, the young folks and their beer drinking. <laughs> uh, Cause I, I was just there to surf, <laughs> but, um, but anyway, it was fun. And, um, I remember I met a really interesting guy there. Um, Rusty Miller. So uh, I took a surf lesson. They said, oh, there's this American guy. He, he was kind of a famous surfer and he teaches surf lessons. So anyway, I got a lesson from him and it, his name is Rusty Miller. And so I've since learned more about him in the surf magazines. Um, he's one of the famous American surfers. He was an American surf champ. He was from 
Encinitas. There's a famous break there called Swami's, and he got his start surfing there. And um, and kind of a funny story, like we were out in the water. And by the way, that was the day that they captured um, Saddam Hussein. So I always remember that we're out in the water. He's like, hey, we uh, did you hear we got him? <laughs> And, um, but also I had, you know, I was telling him about my travels and stuff and I asked him like, have you ever done any traveling? And he was, he was just really low key. He's like, well, yeah, you know, I did some surf movies in Indonesia and I since learned that he was credited. There was this surf movie. There's this famous wave in, um, Indonesia called, um, Uluwatu, I think. And I don't think he was the first to surf it, but he there's a famous surf session with him and this guy. I think it might have been Bobby Brown. And they were like kind of credited with opening it up because it was the first time many people saw this wave. Um, and uh, yeah, so he was being a little humble. <laughs> but uh, but I remember the thing that kind of the the teachings from Rusty was he said, you know, as you get older, you learn how to be more efficient. <laughs> I really like that. But he was applying that to surfing. Like, you know, he's talking about when a paddle paddle for the wave and, and how you, when you get up on the board, you want to, you don't want to be herky jerky. You don't want, you know, you want to be very smooth and, and have an economy of movement. And that's, I've tried to remember that when I surf. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then we actually went to breakfast afterwards and he was asking me about my travels and he was genuinely impressed, which looking back on who this guy was and everything that I don't know, that's kind of cool. But anyway, so it's cool to, to meet Rusty Miller and, um, I forgot all the interactions with the women. I forgot this tall women and every woman and everything, but I guess I was meeting some people. But these beaches were just wonderful, and I won't go into detail in describing them, but um, they were. I, f I would love to go back to Byron Bay. Um, and then the rest of the trip was back in Noosa and hanging out with Dave, and we would surf and, you know, hang out. And um, in Australia, they have this uniquely thing called a surf club, which is kind of like a VA club or a, uh, um, you know, uh, men's club kind of thing but it's open to women you know but you just go there and you have beer and you know i don't know they're playing like um uh, not poker um uh i'm forgetting the name anyway but um it's just like a community center basically and bingo is what i was thinking of but um so and drinking the australian beers and and um you know christmas was really interesting you know we i got presents for everybody and it was really great to be with family and um uh yeah i remember i got alex a a, a, a book about david beckham because she loved becks and thought he was so good looking and um i got dave a, a jack johnson cd and i remember we played it that morning and um and then in the in the afternoon, the queen gives a address to all the subjects of the you know the former former British Empire. That was interesting to hear that tradition. You know, just hear the queen kind of giving her talk on the state of, of the world. You know, something you don't hear in the U.S. It's you know little differences. And I remember we went to see Love Actually, which I just loved um, on a rainy day with with Elizabeth and Alex and Dave and and another friend that was staying with them and. And then there were this 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 Morrises. They had the family friends called the Morrises, and they uh, had a, a great house up on the hill. 
And uh, their, her kids were in town. So she had a daughter and her boyfriend and then her son and his wife. And so Alex and Dave and I and them would hang out at night and, and then in the daytime. So that was really fun. Um, and um, I'm not sure what else to say about um, uh, Australia. Um, I, it was just a great, great time. Oh, that surf session I had um, on New Year's Eve. It was it was like you know I had been really struggling to catch waves and ride waves, and I I caught this one where I could actually really just go with it, and it just kept going and going and going and going, and as it you know changed its shape, I was able to do things on the board in order to keep going with it. Like there was one point where it kind of jacked up, um, got real steep, and I don't know how I just instinctively knew to sort of like go to the top of the wave and then go kind of down the other side. Um, you know, and, and at times I had to like move to the front of the board and at times I had to like squat down and put pressure on it to kind of be like right in the, the curl of the wave. And I remember like kind of had to avoid a guy who was paddling towards me. And as I'm doing all this, there's a guy paddling, um, in front of the wave, you know, and he was like going, you <laughs> and, uh, God, it was so fun. It was so great. And I just remember walking back in the evening there, like, you know, the sun had gone down and the moon was up in the sky. It was you know really clear moon. And I'm walking through that, that state park on this pet dirt path in my bare feet with the board under my arm. And I just felt like it won with the universe. It felt, it felt like I was in a, uh, in a movie like Star Wars or Star Trek or something. The world felt more less tethered to the earth and more part of the universe. It's just seems hippy dippy, but I, I, you know, I can't explain it, but, um, surfing does that to you sometimes. So that was a great memory and experience. And, um, then I was off to New Zealand to do, um, some trekking and, uh, trout, uh, fishing, fly fishing and more surfing. But it was sad to leave Australia and thinking back on it that I haven't been back for 15 years, it's kind of sad thinking about it. But I've got to get back.